Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show podcast. We're going all Canada West. University sports on this episode as we preview the Winnipeg Westman women's volleyball team's trip to the Canada West semifinals, taking on the top-ranked Trinity Western Spartans, as well as Tatum Amy, Canada West Women's Hockey Player of the Year, comes from Bertle, Manitoba, small-town pride. That's all coming up on the podcast. In volleyball, where the semifinals are this weekend, and both the Westman and Bisons are still alive. Westman have reached the semifinals for the first time since 2012, this past weekend. They took their first match on Friday in four sets against Fraser Valley, swept on Saturday and set up a do-or-die matchup Sunday afternoon at the Duckworth Center. And what a match it was. The Westman took the first set. They lost the second. They won, took the third. They lost the fourth. And it comes down to a fifth where the Westman got it done 15-8, to eight, advancing to the Final Four for the first time since 2012, and they will take on the top-ranked Trinity Western Spartans this weekend. Manitoba Bisons also moving on after sweeping the UBC Thunderbirds in Vancouver. Friday night, a tight one as the Bisons blew a two-set lead over a shorthanded team before taking the fifth, 15-11. Saturday split the first two sets before taking the final two, 25-20 and 25-22. So they're through to the semis for the first time since 2014 when they won the national championship, and they'll be facing Mount Royal this weekend. The games in Langley, B.C., between the Westman and Spartans. First game is tomorrow at 8 p.m. Central Time, 8.45 p.m. Central on Friday, and then Saturday to be determined if necessary. Uh, the Westman, again, having one of their best regular seasons ever. S- since joining the Canada West at the turn of the century, they've never had a season where they've won more games than this year with 18. Got their first playoff victory since 2012. But if they're going to advance to the championship final for the first time since becoming part of this conference, they're going to have to win twice against a team that not only hasn't been eliminated from the Canada West playoffs in five years, the Westmen haven't beaten in nearly two decades. Trinity Western's last loss to the Westmen was November 2004. Spartans have 33 straight victories against the Westman, a streak that Winnipeg will try to snap starting tomorrow night at a place where Trinity Western has won seven consecutive matches. They haven't played in over three years. The last meeting was during the 2020 playoffs when Trinity Western swept Winnipeg in the quarterfinal round. But all that aside, hey, they made it this far. It's awesome. And also awesome is the fact that Emma Parker a fifth-year left side on the Westman women's team, earned her first career Canada West first-team All-Star honor this week. Second-team All-Star each of the past two seasons, but this year recognized as one of the top players in the conference, the St. Norbert graduate, arguably the best two-way player in the country, finished conference play third in U Sports and kills, and leading all non-liberos in Canada with in digs with 311, both her kills and digs numbers, career highs, finished the season with six straight double-doubles and had 16 on the season, Registered double-digit kills in all but four matches and top 20 kills five times, including three straight to end the season as the Winnipeg Westman finished 18-6 and six and earned a top-four spot in the conference postseason. And how is she feeling about this weekend? Well, I asked her. We're excited. Maybe a little bit nervous, but it's good to be nervous. just means we care. But, yeah, we're excited to get out there. Did you see this coming this year to get this far? You always hope you do. And I don't know. Honestly, yeah, I was like... Why not us? We can make it that far. Yeah. This is the best season that your program's had in 
most of your lifetime. It has, seriously. We've been working at this for six years, so I'm just happy and proud that we're here now. How did it come together for this team that wasn't ranked to get this high in the preseason rankings? Yeah, it just started with practice and working hard and pushing through and believing that we can get that high and, like, yeah, pushing each other at practice. For sure. So for you to get the honor that you received today, what does that mean to you? Um, yeah, that's a good, that's always a tough question for me. Um, it makes me happy and it's also because of my team, that's why I'm there for sure. So my coaches and team, they've helped me get there and just pushed me and to keep getting better and practice my skills. So yeah. So you're not one to brag? I don't like to. <laughs> you don't like talking about yourself? Uh, not, no, not usually. <laughs> so tell me about Trinity Western because that's one of the, traditionally one of the best teams every year. Oh yeah, they always are. Um, we know it's going to be a challenge and it's going to be a fight and uh, we're ready to just show them what we got. What has to happen for you to win? We have to be consistent and like not give up and keep pushing and like just whenever we mess up, forget about it and just keep pushing to be better. It's Emma Parker of St. Adolphe as she is the uh, Westman's best player and ranked as a first team all-star this year. And what about the coach, Phil Hudson? He's been part of the program for a few years now, and the team's really had a turnaround since he took over for Diane Scott uh, a few years back. How is he feeling about preparing for a semifinal? Kids are pretty excited about the challenge, and uh, they worked hard all year to have a chance to uh, host the quarterfinal and have a chance to move on to this uh, semis against Trinity, so we're looking forward to the challenge. Let's go to back to this past weekend. You go to a deciding third match. What were the nerves going into that game, and how do you think your team responded to that? Yeah, it was, uh, it's always uh, the team that controls their emotions uh, in stressful situations usually come out on top and the kids uh, were relaxed. We had a good team meeting and game film in the morning before the game on Sunday and uh, they just knew it was going to be a battle. They were prepared to go five and uh, so it wasn't a surprise and uh, uh, yeah, we were just very fortunate to come out on top. Trinity Western traditionally a powerhouse in this sport. What will it take to beat them this weekend? Yeah, it's, uh, they're obviously the top-ranked team in Canada West, but also in all of Canada. They've got an amazing team. They're solid right through the entire lineup uh, in every position. And uh, they're big. They're very skilled. They're athletic. Uh, they serve great. Uh, they lead the league in most uh, categories uh, uh, in Canada West. But we're looking for the challenge. and. We're going to have to play at the top of our game to be able to stay with them, and especially in a best of three. It's one thing to go in and upset a team once and stuff to do it two out of three times with the top team, but we're looking at it as focusing on the process and not the end result, and then we'll see how we do. What does Emma Parker mean to this team? Uh, everything. She's, uh, she's our team leader in almost every category. Uh, uh, we rely on her a lot and stuff, and uh, she tries very hard at practice. She's very relaxed and easygoing personality, which keeps the team loose. So it's a great, uh, it's great to have her on the team. I've really enjoyed coaching her, and uh, I've coached lots of great players and over the years that I've coached. But uh, she's a special one as far as just personality and skill level and being able to rise raise her game level up to uh, the challenge every time we need a big play. And she was phenomenal in set five uh, against Fraser Valley. So it's been almost 20 years since you had a record this good this season. How satisfying is it to see all the work that's been put in over the last five or six years, some not great records, and then it all comes together this year? 
Yeah, it's it's uh, a lot of the older kids that are in fourth and fifth year now. Uh, they've been through a lot of ups and downs in the youth sports uh, season and stuff. Eh? So this is very gratifying for them. I'm really happy that they've had a chance to experience a lot of success. And uh, hopefully we'll keep her going and try and get to uh, as far as we can in the playoffs and, uh, and and forward, hopefully, too. It's Phil Hudson, coach of the Winnipeg Westman women's volleyball team. Uh, on the other side of the draw are the Bisons taking on Mount Royal. Uh, it wasn't until 12 months ago that the two teams crossed paths during the playoffs. Now they're meeting for a second straight march. As Manitoba looks to avenge its 3-0 loss to Mount Royal in the first round of last year's postseason. While the Cougars look to continue their recent run of success against the Bisons, a team that Mount Royal defeated eight straight times, including two matches back in December. A win would send Mount Royal to its first ever Canada West Women's Volleyball Finals. While, again, Manitoba last played for the final in 2014, lost to Alberta that year in the final, but ended up winning nationals, by the way. I've been told that Canada West will send three teams to nationals. So if the Westman and the Bisons both lose, then Winnipeg would host Manitoba in a one-match do-or-die to go to nationals. It wouldn't be a best of three. Uh, it'd just be one match, best of five sets to, to get it done. So that could be a lot of fun next week to look forward to. In hockey, the finals are also this weekend. The Bisons are not involved. Uh, both the men's and women's teams missed the playoffs entirely, but I want to focus on someone playing in the women's final between Mount Royal and UBC that begins Friday in Vancouver. The captain of the Cougars of Mount Royal, which calls Calgary home, is Birdle Manitoba's Tatum Amy. Told you last week about how she was named Player of the Year in the Canada West Conference, as well as the Sportsmanship and Ability Award winner and the Student Athlete Community Service Award winner. For scheduling reasons, I caught up with her last week on Friday. We had a Jets game that night. We're busy on Monday this week. I wasn't able to get around to airing this interview till tonight. Still a good one I want to share with you, though. This was ahead of their semifinal best of three against Alberta, which they took two games to one, winning the decisive game three in Edmonton 2-1 on Sunday. We now take you to our conversation. Tell me more about growing up in Birdle, Manitoba. How many people live there, first of all? Ooh, I don't even know. I, I would say around 700, I think. <laughs> this very small town. Okay. Was hockey like the thing to do there growing up then? Yes, there wasn't. There's not a lot to do there. We've got a gas station, we've got a school and a rink. So <laughs> the easiest thing to do for my parents were for to definitely just put me in skates and throw me on the ice. When did you start playing? Oh, uh, it was three, I think. Yeah, it was when I played my first year. And you've played every year since probably, haven't you? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so growing up then, was was university hockey really on your radar? Um, I feel like women's hockey has definitely kind of grown since, you know, even in my time. So I would say not really until I was maybe 15. That was when I kind of started looking more seriously into playing into in university. So when you're in that age range then are you still playing in the brutal area or do you have to go further to try to to play a higher level uh no i played at the yellowhead chiefs um the u18 program there is a triple a i played um as a young player when i was I, I believe 14 i started playing there and then i played my four years there so i didn't have to travel anywhere 
And at what point did you start looking into schools and what point did school start looking into you? Um, honestly, it wasn't until my grade 12 year that I started looking and schools started reaching out to me. And what stood out about Mount Royal for you? Um, I got to do a visit of Mount Royal. Um, so I just, I got to check out the campus, check out the locker room, meet some of the girls. And I think just it, if you just get that gut feeling that this is going to be good <laughs> kind of thing. So there wasn't anything specific. I just, I went visited, talked to Scott and had a good feeling. And has that good feeling borne out since you left for Mount Royal? I I will say, I've said it a lot, and I'll say it again. It's been one of the best decisions I've ever made. And why is that? I think just it's been a, a, six years here. I've um, I've grown a lot as a person, and I've developed as a player. Um, and just moving away from home, living in Calgary in the big city, there's just lots to take away from that. Did, was there any big adjustment having to go from, as you mentioned, a small town to living in one of the bigger cities in Canada? Yeah, for sure. Like driving is one for sure. Um, just the the lifestyle. Um, it's it's a lot busier, I would say, than you know. There's two stop signs in Brittle versus the street lights. Um, but other than that, I I got to play hockey, so that's that's my safe zone, I would say. So wasn't too crazy of an adjustment. And what about the schooling side of things? What what are you taking at Mount Royal, and, and what did they offer that on that side of things that drew you in? Um, I'm in the health and physical education program. My major is physical literacy, and I'm taking a minor in sport and recreation management. Um, so at the beginning, I was just in open studies. I wasn't really sure the route I wanted to take. Mount Royal is a really small school. So to be honest with you, I didn't really know what I wanted to take at the time, but then um in my second year, I kind of went into the health and physical education program and being able to mix physical activity and, you know, connecting with people, my most two favorite things, um, it ended up working really well. So what does that put you on a path to do once you're done playing and once you've graduated? Um, as of right now, I'm not too sure. I, I'm working with Kids Sport Calgary right now and I'm absolutely loving it. Um, so that's just an organization that helps put youth into sport. So there's, it opens a lot of doors, and I think that's why it intrigued me so much, just because I am such a busy person. Um, so, All right, let's get to the accolades. You brought home a, a lot of hardware from the Canada West Awards. First of all, the player of the year. What does it mean to you to, to be honored in that way? Yeah, so it means a lot to be recognized individually, for sure. I, I told my teammates after yesterday, I kind of said, Hockey's a team sport. That's why I love it so much. So I, I definitely couldn't have done it with any of them being involved too. Also, the Sportsmanship and Ability Award. They called you uh, in their article, a leader who endeavors to do right by every person in her life. Uh, how different is it to receive that award? It's not so much just you were the best player. This is beyond that. Yeah. Um, I, I like to think that I lead by example. I always um, strive to be the hardest working player in the, you know, on the ice and in the gym, in the classroom, in my community. Like I said earlier, I really like to keep busy and I like to be involved in as many things as possible. So it, it, it feels good to be um, recognized individually for sure. And as well, the Student Athlete Community Service Award. Why is giving back important to you? I think that I know how much I love hockey and I know how hockey, playing hockey makes me feel. So I think 
being able to give others the feeling that I get when I play a sport or be physical, physically active, it, it just makes me feel good. Um, so it's kind of addictive in that way. Is this part of your future then? Is it giving back? Is it working with charities? Is it coaching? Some, some combination of that? Yeah, I think a combination for sure. I've, I've been coaching with the U18 AAA Fire the past two years, and I've been loving that. And then just also, yeah, being involved with Hockey Heroes and going there every Thursday, it's been nothing but great. And um, I'm going to miss all of that next year for sure. Are you going to be sticking in Alberta or do you have any idea yet? I'm not too sure. I'm, I'm looking to play more, so I don't know if I can do that in Alberta. Fair enough. Uh, what options are available to someone coming out of university sport and in the women's game in terms of pursuing their career? Yeah, there's lots of opportunity in Europe, obviously. And then um, there's some leagues around like the PHF and the PWHPA. So there's, there's definitely a lot more opportunities than, than there was um, even for me just before going into university hockey. So it's growing, which is great. With this playoff series this weekend, it could be the last playoff series of your uh, university career. Is that something you think about or are you going to worry about looking back at your career once it's all said and done? Yeah, I, th- I think for me, it's just moving one step forward just because looking back now, I, I think that would just be um, energy wasted at this time. I think that I'll worry about that later and just worry about the team now and worry about moving forward with them. I got to ask you a bit more about Bertel before I let you go, because I'm from a, a place of about a thousand people in Ontario where there wasn't much to do either. A small town to small town here. Uh, for you, was it truly a case of everyone knew everybody? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a thousand percent. Every When I go home at Christmas, I this past Christmas, I worked at our little store in town, our pharmacy. And uh, for a couple shifts and everyone that came in, we sat and talked for at least a couple of minutes while I was checking them out of the till. <laughs> so do they celebrate your success there? Absolutely. Every uh, at that point, um, everyone was congratulating me for making the Fisu team. So they were we sat and talked for a couple minutes with each person. They everyone in my hometown, I'm very grateful for because I know they're all following me always. In looking back at your, your childhood, because I know people that are from small towns, some people you know I, that I went to school with, big cities, are like they couldn't believe how small the place I grew up was. I wouldn't trade it for anything growing up in a small town. Do you feel that way too? Yes. I I think that, although it sounds crazy, it almost feels like I, I got more opportunity than if I would have grown up in a city just because you know you, you build a team of, for hockey and everyone's got a player or else there's no team. You build a team for soccer. You got to play, or else there's there's no team. Um, it it made me, you know, as a person, just be able to connect with people easier. Um, just because everyone's friends, everyone hung out all the time. I was with the same grade. I was with the same people throughout school, from ele- elementary school all the way to graduation. So it's very special to be able to grow up in a small town for sure. Well, Tatum, congrats on all the success. Best of luck this weekend, and uh, continued success in whatever you choose to do.